All right, San Marcos, Texas. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to KZSM.org, 104.1 FM, San Marcos. Tonight, I got some guys from San Antonio, Texas. We're going to be talking about the old school days of heavy metal and rock and roll. And uh, let's get this party started, and we'll be back and talk to these guys here. Let's do some Black Sabbath with NIB. Yes. 
Hey, this is Tim from Brother Roscoe. You should listen to Metal Mark, even though he will never have us on his show, because he's badass. Bye. Cool. <laughs> All right, here. What's up, guys? What's going on, Metal Hello? Mark? I got uh, Rick Espinoza, I got Chris, and I got Kenny here from the uh, the Saxon tribute band, Wheels of Steel. From San Antonio. Uh, yes, we saw you guys at our Metal Fest at Jack's Roadhouse and totally blew me away. I was, man, that was really good. Thanks for having us. Thanks. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, awesome. that was a good show. Yeah. yeah, it was fun. You guys sound incredible. I mean, I felt like I was at the Saxon show. <laughs> Well, you yeah. were. Just I've close never. Your eyes. I've, I did, and I've never been to a Saxon show. You know. Oh, oh same. For shame, same for with shame. the other night, the night before, with the Judas Priest. I thought I was at a Judas Priest show too, with your other. With the Rage. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah. So, what are you guys doing lately, man? I know you guys have been rehearsing and getting ready for the twenty third. We got another show coming up. Yeah, at Fitzgerald's in San Antonio on uh, Friday, uh, February twenty third. Uh, we're also going to be we're going to be doing, of course, our Wheels of Steel with Saxon tribute, um, and uh, along with Headhunter USA, that is a Crocus tribute, really good one. Oh, yeah, yeah. Really let me good. tell you, man, Joseph, the singer for for yeah, he, for Headhunter yeah. USA, he he he's an easy replacement for the original guy in Crocus. I'm oh, telling absolutely. you, oh, absolutely, even you, a no Kevin joke. DeBro. Yeah, yeah, even that probably, yeah. That's that's what caught me. He sounded but, just uh, like Kevin. He looks like him. Yeah, and then and then we're all and then there's also going to be another band. Uh, uh, called New Dawn, and uh, they they do a lot of different covers. They're a young bunch of guys. Uh, they have a they have a hot dog guitar player uh, named Mr. Evan that yeah. used to play. He was the lead guitar player of the Rage. Yeah, yeah, the Judas Priest tribute that Rick has. Yeah, or had. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, yeah, that, that's that's coming up here in a couple of weeks. Hot dog with a hot head, right? Yeah, yeah, it happens. <laughs> hey, you know, it's all it's rock and roll, man. That's right. Yeah. It's rock and roll. So. uh Rick, let's go way back to when you were young, because you, you, talk, you talked about, you know, you've been in this business for 35, for, I would say for, I, 40. Almost 40, yeah. When yeah. you were standing in front of that mirror with your shirt off as a young boy saying... <laughs> Holding a tennis racket <laughs> and a light under my chin. There you go. Who were you listening to at that time? At that time, uh, believe it or not, uh, it was a lot of Journey, Ario Speedwagon. There you go. Me oh, too. Yeah. You know, I was uh, going to say 38 Special. You know, I got kicked out of a fog hat April show 1. for smoking weed. <laughs> what? I kept telling the security guard, I said, Fog hat? Fog hat, slow ride, dude, wow. slow ride. I got to smoke. He goes, You can't smoke here. I'm like, Oh. <laughs> That's crazy. That's no, it was at Rockwave in San Antonio. Rockwave. Rock Never heard of it. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. going way back. Yeah. Yeah. I played there before. Yeah. Yeah, I'm yeah. listening to that. That was back yeah, in uh, back. the early 80s. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. I want to say yeah. 80, 81. And then when uh, what, what caught my ear and. and and wanting to become a different singer is when I heard Victim of Changes from Judas Priest. Oh, wow. I thought that was four songs, man, that it was just actually one song and, one, you know, the changes and everything. But when I heard him do the, the Victim of Changes and the way he was singing it and then hitting those those notes, uh, you know. You hear a song like that and then you and then you go to the uh, to their first album and you hear uh, Last Rose of Summer. And the, his voice is like, yeah. what the heck? Yep. He had some serious proper... Uh, Classical training with his voice, I bet. You oh know? gosh, he's got a good range, for sure. Yeah, he 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 started the foundation of, of what, what, what we are today. You know, ball singers. I I want to say, you know, from your Jeff Tates to you know. So were you listening to uh, 99.5 Kiss when you're that age? Yeah, back yeah. then. Yeah, yeah. back yes. then. Yeah. Joe Anthony and, and the, yeah, Joe and Anthony. Anthony. And, uh, Friday nights. Oh. And what was the other one? The Metal Shop, right, or something like that. Um, I don't remember the Metal Shop. It came later, I think. 
Yeah, yeah. probably. But uh, but uh, Joe Anthony was the, uh, the man. Oh yeah, the man. Yeah, I mean he was. Yeah, he's the, he. I mean we're talking about. There, there were a handful of radio stations at, at the time, like Rush was coming yep. coming along. Well, he brought Rush. Yeah, nationwide. Yeah, he brought Rush yep. here to this part of the country. Killer Dwarfs. Yeah, a bunch oh, yeah. of bands. Oh, a bunch of bands. Oh, yeah. Trying and then, he, and then that used to be the his Loudness. restaurant over there uh, at the Godfather's Backyard at the rec room. Yeah. yeah. That used to be his uh, Villa, Villa something, what was oh, it yeah. called? Uh, his... I never knew that that was his place and, you know, that was his, uh, his back room, his stage. I never all, knew those, bo- all those bands, he'd bring them there to eat. Italian food or whatever afterwards, right? <laughs> yeah, that's him. Come on, Rob Halford, come over here. Yep, yep. That's such Getty. a... I was talking about that uh, the other night when I was at the Paper Tiger. I was like, wow, these venues, they have some history here, man. They've had some serious rock people come through here. Like, we have this place called Cheatham Street down the street. And back in the day, it was like Steve Ray Vaughn, all those people back then, blues. Yeah. And yeah. Now it's just like ghosts, you know? It's like... Somebody needs to do some kind of documentary on, on the different venues that are still around. Like, you know, the Paper Tiger used to be what the White Rabbit, and before that, it was what? Oh gosh, I don't know. For the White Rabbit, you know, it's like I'm not sure. I've always just remembered the White Rabbit. I've I've always remembered the White Rabbit. Apparently, the, the there's a mural there that's been there all these years on the wall hmm. outside where the picnic tables are. I've never been there. It's been first time I was there last week. Oh, but uh, morning there, did you? Oh wow, <laughs> with with uh. With saw Ray. Symphony X with there. Ray, with Ray. With yeah. Ray. Ray, not Alder. Raymond Balderrama. Balderrama. <laughs> so he was with Cyrus at first, right? He was the first singer for Cyrus, yeah. yeah. And then after that, Michael... Mike was the first singer for Cyrus. I saw Michael at the Iron Fist thing that uh, uh, Jason McMaster put on here in San Marcos and uh, Cyrus, and then he got on stage. Yeah. And I couldn't hear him singing, man. I was like, I, I'm... I'm used to the other guy that that made the record with him. Uh, what's his name? It was Mike. No, but that that recorded the the uh, the Tales of War. With oh, the, that was uh, uh, Jeff. Jeff something, yeah. But yeah. he was there too, and I'm like, you can definitely hear his voice. And like you, you sang those songs when you were at the Buzz Mill that time for our Metal Fest, and you, and you you really sang good on those songs because I know that album. You know, I, I've listened to it for many years. But uh, I couldn't hear Mike sing. I was like, wow, this doesn't sound good. It was cold out there that night, too. It was, too. But he had those earbuds in, too. And I really think that he couldn't hear. He could hear himself through here, but he couldn't hear himself on the stage. Or the people that were out couldn't hear him, you know. So. Oh, that's that's sad. I don't know. <clears throat> I was he really... actually started with bad news. Yeah. He was his first man in San Antonio. That was back in the, er- the early 80s, I mean, you know. Uh, that that band found, sounds familiar. They got some radio play, right? Bad News? Bad, Bad News, yeah, with two A's. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah that was yeah. old school. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Brothers. Yeah, Preston. Preston's um, still doing it. Um, we call it the hood. I mean, everybody from the hood is yeah. just uh, Yeah. What was that drive-in everybody used to go down and hang out with? And they used to play shows there. The Mission? Mission Drive-in. Yeah, yeah. there you Holy go. Holy crap. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> a Roosevelt and, and uh, White Road or what was it? Uh, military Drive in yeah, mil- South Military that's or something like that. Yeah. Was it Roosevelt? Yeah, there you go. That was the, I mean, yeah, that's when you used to pack it up and well, two people in the front seat, but thirty in the trunk. You know. Used to have the Valley High. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there you used go. Had the Valley High, though. Yeah, we that neighborhood. I think I think I saw the Bones Club. I think it was called in San Antonio. The Bones Club. I, I saw Nasty Savage there. Uh, oh, that that takes you back, right? S.A. Slayer. 
And someone else, I could have swore Ray Alder was there, or whatever you want to call him, but I could have yeah. swore he was singing them. Right, we call him Mr. Ray Balderrama. I can't, I can't squeeze out the Alder. <laughs> I know him as Ray Balderrama. I love the Fate's Warning stuff he's done, but uh, I would say after the Parallel albums, I fell asleep. Uh, yeah. A little too technical, a little that's, too that's cerebral. That's like sleepy by music for me, you know, that yeah. and Dream Theater, you know. Yeah, same here. Put yeah. that on when I go to sleep just to have some wild dreams. Yeah. <laughs> You're not, so you, you gave up on the Counting Sheep, huh? You just put on that time. I haven't even heard that one. Um, yeah. No, no, counting Sheep, no, yeah. <laughs> you know, and that, that's one of the things about, like, progressive metal is some of it gets a little, in my opinion, just my opinion, you know, it gets a little too cerebral. And I'm somebody that's that my, my old mentor is Ron Jarzenbeck, from uh, Watchtower and San Antonio Slayer days yeah. and uh, Blotted Science and all that. Well, didn't you take lessons from <clears throat> Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. He's, he, you know, I, I, I always wanted to ask where the name Watchtower came from. Is it because of that Comanche Hill uh, place in San Antonio that used to be an old Indian Watchtower? Ooh, don't believe it has anything to do with San Antonio the only, uh, because they were an Austin band. Oh, okay. They were an Austin band with Billy White originally, and um, but uh, they, uh, they, they wound up bringing on board Ron Jarzenbeck out of, uh, I guess he was at the time he had been doing San Antonio Slayer. Mm-hmm. But, um, but yeah, but, uh, yeah, when it comes to like progressive stuff, uh, I, you know, I, I, yeah, I kind of lost interest in a lot of the, uh, some, some of it gets a little too cerebral. You got to have something of a groove. It's, if you're going to call or it metal. Or it's got to have a story to it. Like, if you're going to fall asleep to it, you better be a bedtime story. <laughs> bedtime story. Oh, man. No, but I, like, like for me, for me, the King of the Hill kind of is, is, is like Symphony X because they, they are, they, they can do it all. I mean, they can do it all in anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, the, the, our metal in the 80s is nothing compared to what's coming out today. I mean, you yeah. can't bring back, but you see these youngsters nowadays. They're yeah. trying to imitate what we were doing back in the 80s. It's still alive. It's coming. It's getting stronger, stronger. Oh, yeah. You see it. Yeah. So many of them trying to do what we used to do. And that's what brought me back into music also, because I had stopped for a while. And then I'm seeing these youngsters trying to hit yeah. a JP tune or you yeah. know, stuff yeah, we used no, to do. Right. Yeah. Like, no. and what, I, what I like about it, too, is, is the equipment nowadays, is, is for especially for guitars, it's, it's got some great heavy stuff so you can't do nothing but play heavy with it you know it's like true and and also now you know nowadays it's not in the old days everybody took their marshall amp and they took a couple of stomp boxes with them for effects and stuff like that nowadays with with modelers and and profilers and and all of these uh you know tools to use i mean you can i mean like with me uh you know like my my other two bands that are my other two original bands that i do you know i have totally different you know presets you, you and can things mention like them that. if you want oh yeah zero the hero uh which which is is still uh is still kind of going a little bit on hiatus right now of course we're going to talk about him later we're, we're, okay <laughs> i think remember, i remember when i had you guys on with zero the hero mm-hmm. weren't you guys an actual uh tribute band for byfist at first yeah originally yeah yeah See, actually actually, actually cuz byfist that kind of went I did not know that yeah byfist went yeah. byfist went kind of like on hiatus and just kind of like you went went hibernating or something yeah. went to you know, to to the beach or whatnot, and uh, <laughs> and so and so in San Antonio, there were still people that wanted to hear Mary Celeste and all those Bifus yeah. tunes. They played that the other night too. They uh, were good. Oh yeah, Bifus. Yeah, matter of fact, you want know, the funniest thing about Bifus right now is that is that um, Our you know bass player used to play for him. 
Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Our bass player that we is Roy, 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 Roy Cruz, who's our bass player in Wheels of Steel. Well, then Manny played yeah. for them. And, and well, well, the funny thing You're is, going to bring that up. Zero the Hero again used to be play 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 Bifus tunes, and they, then they started doing some original stuff. But they were kind of known for playing Bifus tunes. Yeah. And and the funniest thing is that after all these years now, uh, because in twenty one, um, uh, myself and my and my brother Alex. Uh, uh, we actually joined Zero the Hero, and we went 100% original, and 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 you know, and the, the stuff you know, like the demos we gave yeah. you back then, um, all that stuff. But um, uh, Manny, uh, I think it was last year, uh, about a year ago, I guess, he actually finally joined Bifus as as a as their guitar player. So the guitar player you saw there, yeah, he is Manny. Really good. Yeah, yeah, Manny. Yeah, he's. Also, yeah. he is a, a full time member now. Yeah, he's full time member of Bifus as the lead. They have a new player. drummer that kicks ass too. I can't remember what his name has been. I oh, really? Of, yeah, he's a real good young oh, wow. guy. Well, Bifus has been around a lot. Of oh, years. you're talking about Octavio? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, Octavio is. Hey, Nacho Octavio. can still play Octavio. too, man. That dude can still play. He's the like king of something. rhythm guitar. Him and 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 the Malcolm king. from ACDC. You know, and and now yeah. now it's only him left because well, uh, Raul can sing too. That guy's got a good voice too. Yeah, yeah, Raul, Raul can sing. I believe he's from California also. Yeah, I thought he was from Laredo. Yeah, I think he's from Valley. Is he Valley. Yeah, Valley boy. Yeah, because he has California. that band Sidewinder out there that he Sidewinder. has too. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Hit that note, Charlie Brown kind of guy. <laughs> hey, well, let's play a song here, and yes, then sir. we'll get back to these great stories. So we're, we got to think of some stories. Right um, here we go with some Queens Reich. This is a. Uh, uh, machines have no conscience. This is NM156. Watch out. Yes. The computers will take Whoa. over. Imperfection. We come to fight. 
that was off the terminator movie right they used that for the one of the terminator movies or oh, something i'm not sure but it's, it's computer that took over took over all the bombs because it sees man as a threat you know oh yeah. skynet machines Skynet. have no conscience you know yeah. so um we'll wait for the motorcycle band to go by yeah. so man uh, uh there's a lot of people out there that are really into uh tribute bands and you know like like Van Halen, they kind of even look like them. You know, it's like, it's like, is there a casting call for these bands? Where you okay? Nope, sorry, you don't look like him. You know, like I think, I think the, the demand is there for it. Yeah, the calling people, for it. Uh, the people want to hear that music. Again, yeah, that's what it know, is. You look like them or not? If you sound like them, I think that's what they're out here to support. But you got to have the balls to stand out there yeah. and play someone else's music, especially and, legendary music. And be yeah. good at it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're not good at it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you guys blew me away. I mean, I was sitting there singing every freaking song. I was like, I feel like I'm at a Saxon concert right now. Wow. You know, Thanks. everybody that was at that show loved it, too. It was like, it's like, man, you you know, to be honest with you, we're the first tribute bands that I've ever booked. And I'd, I'd like to do it more. You know, it's pretty cool. Yeah. You know, one, one thing about tribute bands that I've. You know, there, there's tribute bands that it depends on the band you're tributing. Uh, yeah. Because, like, if you do a tribute of Kiss or um, Wasp or, or uh, even, like you said, Van Halen, there's a there's a definitely a certain style and image associated with it. Whereas some of the other bands, like that, a Motley Crue, also, yeah, Motley Crue, also. But yeah. but there there's some that are kind of more. You know, if you're gonna do a UFO tribute, if you're gonna do a uh, like say a Saxon tribute or a um, or a uh, priest like that, uh, that guy Judas that priest. does the Aussie, the Oz guy. They oh, he say, looks... They say he'll he'll walk in like normal, yeah. put some eyeliner on, and then he turns into Aussie. Like, yeah, he looks a lot like Aussie. Sounds walks so much like, like him. Yeah. Mentality. Yeah. He lives and breathes it. I mean, now, yeah. and, and, and and you know, it's like what Kenny said uh, when when it comes to uh, what people want to hear. I th- I think I think it's almost like people have run out of talent and ideas, and it's a shame with modern technology and 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 ability to to basically create anything you want they've run out of good ideas and, and they well, want to hear the old stuff well even movies are like that now they're remaking oh, everything's all these a movies. remake it's like, it's like everything's are a you remake. kidding me you know it's like every, everything i watch is like okay it's all played out i, I know what's gonna happen next you know? yeah yeah like, yep. i think and the toughest part, part about it is actually trying to get that sound uh, my my thing in, in a tribute band is uh yeah you want to pretty much get it to key of what they're what they're you know sounding like let's say for instance, uh, 
my rage, the rage band that I had. I, we, we wanted to sound just like it, but then you got to start thinking about what, what we got to put a little bit of our style in it. Yeah, you know my sound. I mean, yes. let's get we'll, let's get get as close as we can, but but it, at the same token, let's 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 give us make give us our sound. You know, we want to be out there also. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, and then to, and then to sell it to the crowd. Yeah, that's a thing too. You you got to be on stage selling it too. You can't just be standing there and like hey. Like you know, you guys really put on a show, and you know, it's 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 very cool how uh, you guys sound just like the band. Well, let me tell you, uh, I will tell you that when when I was first approached about doing this, uh, I've done a couple other tributes before. I was in a Rat tribute for a while because out of all the kind of like L.A. metal kind of bands, Rat was one that I did like. Them and Dokken, and I just but most of the other stuff I just could I could I could leave it. Uh, yeah, well, you know George Lynch. I mean, he's, he's Dokken is kind of hard because George Lynch did a lot of sampling, right? And his his guitar, like he had like tracks playing. I don't think so. I don't. I, not that I know of. I mean, he's just he just has, and he's he's a very yeah. He's an un he's an untrained kind of uh, unmusically trained guy that just has such a good feel, and he could play. I mean, you can he hear when so he's doing things. the leads that there's like a rhythm guitar playing too at the same time. You know. Yeah, uh, you know, I think it's well, okay, you know, I'm not sure. Yeah, definitely on the recordings. There's always, you know, there's always a backing track. Yeah. Almost all, well, you know, everybody can do that with a studio within a studio. Or, but. or a looper too. Nowadays, you 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 play the rhythm and you hit the looper and then it, you stop playing it and you start playing yeah, the lead and it yeah. plays it for you. Loop, loopers are kind of more for uh, something that like acoustic acts use to kind of play something where it's uh, some basic kind of chords that are going exactly. over and over again. Whereas stuff like rock and roll and heavy metal and you know stuff we do, it's it's got it's got a it's got a different whole. Um, complexity to it that a looper can't can't quite uh, can't quite capture but one thing i would say when it comes to wheels of steel and the saxon tribute when i was first approached about this you know um uh, a previous version of a saxon tribute band is who who approached me about it and uh, and, and, and 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 we will say no names yeah we won't say any names i mean but you know i know who you're talking about. yeah we're, we're 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 all friends in san antonio mostly yeah. you know but anyway a lot of love, lot of love. but but what i'm what i'm saying is that is that it was like uh you know we want to be better than that band and the first thing i thought is i want to be as good as saxon yeah so when i when i got to learning the songs and and i've been a saxon fan forever but as a as a guitar player myself doing mostly original music i didn't i didn't really i don't I don't. I didn't know. I knew a couple of Saxon songs here Same or there here. from when I was younger. It's but so that's weird it. how their music is is really made for radio. You know, it's yeah. made for yeah. listening to yeah. it stereo. <clears throat> yeah, you know, to jam it out. I mean, yeah. a lot of a lot of recorder artists did that. Yeah. And, oh, you know, it's funny because the, the the two guitar players in the band, um, uh, 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 Graham Oliver uh, and uh, and then Paul Quinn. In the band, the, those two guys, when, when they when they would record a lot of the stuff, uh, the the way they would they way they would lay down the music is, they they was they were a, they they played sometimes two distinctly different parts, sometimes three. Yeah. Um, you know, if you listen to Dallas One PM, it's actually got three guitars three in it. Guitars. It's it's pretty hard to kind of make. Well, I thought I saw Biff on stage playing rhythm one time. He like, plays like he yeah. played bass uh, at one during for one tour when uh, there when they didn't have a bass player he sang and played bass. Really? Yeah, yep. Well, one one tour you you might have gotten oh, to I see that. that. Yeah, it was in the nineties. Yep. Yep. But uh, but no, see, so yeah, that's that was a trick with with the I think with a tribute you want to do you want to do the original band and music more than anything justice. And when it comes to metal, yeah, there's a lot of style involved, but more than anything, it's the music. And so that's what we strive for. You know, the toughest thing is for us as as we aged, 
is we started going towards our original music. Yeah. Okay. And and we stayed there for a while, and then all of a sudden starting to do tributes. Now we're so used to singing at our key, and now we got to remember how we used to sing at that key back in the day, as when we were younger. When we were younger, I mean, it, it, there was yeah. no stopping us. We could hit any key. Yeah. <laughs> you know. And then for me, when I was approached about doing the the Saxon tribute, I locked myself in a room and I I had to practice and practice, <laughs> practice to, to 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 get back to that key because I was so used to just being that one key. Yep. But to me, every day, every every time we go to practice, every time we play a show, it's a challenge for me. You know, now you got to stay physically fit too, because you're the front man. You got to run yeah. around and w- keep your breath in you. You, know? you got to know when to spit and when to swallow. <laughs> <laughs> Is he a spitter or a quitter? Yeah, that sounded ugly. I'm sorry out there, folks. So um, yeah, um, uh, I got to talk about this. I was uh, Saturday. I went to go see. The Ripper Owens at the Paper Tiger. Uh-huh. I haven't been to St. Mary's Strip in 35 years. Um, I, it was like a who's who of the San Antonio rock and metal scene. I got to see so many different people there. And, and you know, this, they had two stages. Stage B was like really hardcore metal. And I, I met some pretty cool people there. And then, mm-hmm. you know, to see, you know, to see the Ripper, you know, I, I have a couple songs in my head that I know of his albums that I wanted to hear, and and he didn't play very many of those songs. He mostly played the Judas Priest songs. Yeah. But I did get to hear this song, so I got to play it for uh, my listeners, and then we'll be back uh, with the guys from the Wheels of Steel, and uh, we're gonna do the Judas Priest. Uh, Hell is home to me.
Just as if we were happy We said we didn't know Took us by the hands and up we go
All right, there you go. Yeah. What's up, guys? What hey, up? Hey, hey, hey. Roop, roop, roop. So, Kenny, we haven't really heard much from you tonight. He's a little yeah, quiet, quiet puppy. One. Quiet. Get, get you know, he's not that quiet. Don't 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 let him fool you. Just get a couple beers and yeah, that's be and yeah. an amp. And you won't. Then yeah. he talk to you. And sp- <laughs> he'll spray you as he's talking. So, um, where'd you get your start, Kenny? Uh, well, I started with the band called uh, Ambush originally, and uh, was with the drummer from Bad News who plays with Bad News now. His name was Gilbert, but we call him Gwibby. Gwib. Gwib. The Gwibster. Yeah, and. Uh, uh, we were just a three-piece band, and then uh, he kind of went to bad news after that. And then I kinda what kind of style him. would you call it? Uh, it was it was rock and roll, classic rock, right? Yeah, it wasn't heavy metal, but it was hard rock. rock. I, I, my influence at the time were uh, when I was doing that was Rat, kind of. Uh-huh. So, well, Rat that. was like right on the cusp of what they're calling metal at the time, too. Yeah. Yes, exactly. You know, and I played with uh, High Risk for short time and then I got together with a friend of mine his name was Glenn Vincent and he was a guitar player and we formed a band called DSI which is really nasty name if I say it but I'm not gonna say it yes <laughs> you can't say it on radio yeah well, you can but, spell uh, it we started playing all over San Antonio we got <laughs> uh, all the clubs around that were around and, sorry the Texas State girls are going wild yeah, yeah. Our, one of our gigs was at uh, that place still here. Uh, that place up the road downtown San Antonio. Remember that Which Cameo one? Theater. The Cameo Theater. Oh, oh Cameo. downtown. Yeah. Wow. Metallica played there. Yeah, I saw Queens Reich there. Saw wow. Metal Church there. Oh, yeah. ooh, that was a good one. I bet. Yeah, that was yeah. pretty good. So I stopped for about, got married and had kids, and stopped for about 25 years. And Gilbert, who's Gwibby, kept calling me, "Come on over, man. Let's jam. Let's jam." And so. You still had your guitar and stuff at the house, right? No, no, I got rid of it all, so oh. I had to rebuild little by little. And my biggest between those times, while I wasn't playing, Dying was my idol, Pantera. So it kind what do you of think s- about the new Pantera with the, of the what's his name on guitar? It's not the same, but you know, like you said, just like the tribute bands, people want to hear it. That's yeah. true. Hear it. Yeah, and so. They're pulling it off pretty well. Phil still sings pretty well, and you know. Rex uh, still plays really well. Yeah, Rex still Thank plays you. very Bass well. Thank you, bass player. Yeah. Zach does a good job, you know. It's, well, Zach and Dime were best friends. Oh yeah, they were. They were buds. Yeah. We mean Gilbert created a band called Fate Unchanged, and um, we haven't been playing anywhere. We're kind of doing our own thing right now while I'm doing the tribute band, but. I enjoy doing it with these guys. These guys. Yeah, are you guys sound really tight. Y'all sound really so, tight. I just kind of came in and uh, worked at it to get all the songs that they're playing right now. and uh, Every one of them, they're all awesome. They're all so awesome. have you guys ever been recognized by the band Saxon as being a tribute band? Well, funny you should ask, because, uh, because actually what I did was uh, on Facebook, I did see that, that Paul Quinn, the guitar player from Saxon, and I'm the guitar player that kind of plays his part. I do all the leads uh, and... Uh, and <laughs> and and here's the thing. Here's the thing. With, I messaged him, uh, uh, and uh, I sent him a clip of us playing uh, 747 Strangers in the Night at Fitzgerald's in San Antonio, and uh, he actually sent back uh, some pretty nice complimentary uh, remarks about it. And uh, so, I kind of have a little bit of a connection with him, 
but that's about the extent of it, really. But you got to uh, watch out on those Facebook people that say they're celebrities. Some of them aren't. Like, yeah, no, this one's the official. I had this yeah. chick saying she was Jennifer Anderson, t- telling me all this shit, <laughs> oh, and then she started asking me to drop a cash app and send her yeah, money. No. I'm like, I don't think Jennifer no. would ever need my money. Yeah, exactly. You're saying, yeah, and ne- neither, <laughs> yeah. neither, neither does the Paul Quinn that I know, Paul Quinn official on, on <laughs> Facebook that I know, and uh, and uh, but uh, but yeah, we do know a little bit of it, and you know, they still have the website, their their website, which is. Uh, uh, saxon747.com and um and uh and so you can still get like saxon merch there and their new album there as well as as well of course anywhere else and their new album just came out in january uh 19th hellfire and damnation and uh was produced by andy sneep the guy that plays for priest oh wow or Andy Sneep? I know his last name's Sneep. The the new guitar player. Yeah, the, yeah, the new Spell guitar. Spell it six times. No. Well, they have two <laughs> guitar players. I saw. Yeah, they have they have Richie Faulkner and uh, Priest. Priest has Richie Faulkner and 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 uh, and they of course they had Glenn Tipton, but you know Andy Sneep has been who had been a guitar tech for them for a long time. Oh well. Is 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 the guy that's kind of in there now? But he's he's he's. Uh, I don't know. So um, let's do that. Let's do that new uh, um, Saxon song here. Okay. Yeah. Here's one. Uh, it's uh, it's called uh, 1066. Are you guys playing this song too? No, we're not playing this one. This album just came out, so we haven't even had a chance to rehearse since the album came out. But uh, all right, you're listening to KZSM 104. Point, uh, excuse me, 104.1 FM, San Marcos True Community Radio KZSM. Here we go with some new Saxon.
Anderson. Oh. How's it going, man? Hey. Pretty good. How's it going with you? Say, man, you got a joint? No, man, I ain't uh, got no joint. No, not on me, man. <laughs> It'd be a lot cooler if you did. It'd be a lot cooler if you did. So that new Saxon was pretty cool, man. That was, uh, was he saying something about 666 at the end? Or? No, no, 1066. Okay. It's, it's a historical thing uh, re- regarding uh, some kind of uh, period in British history. I don't um, know all the ins and outs all, of the details, but Biff Byford's. Some British known history. For that. British, some history. British history. Some British history. British history, might. Speaking of Britain, I think the, the king has, uh, or the, what is his name, Prince Charles, has colon cancer or something like that. Is that what happened? King Charles now. He's King Charles now. King Charles now. Yeah, he's King Charles now. Wow, I didn't know that. Heavy wears the crown, I guess. You know. Yeah. Well, shoot. Uh, We just lost Toby Keith to, you know, in the in the country world. He had a stomach cancer. That was a shame. That's what I got too. I think. I think it's in my stomach now. Oh yeah, yeah. Like in serious pain, like twenty four seven. Aye. Did y'all get a glimpse of the uh, of the? Music awards the other night. The what was it? The Grammys. No. You mean the Taylor Swift Grannies? Yeah. The, the Taylor Swifties. Grannies. The Grannies. No, don't really watch that stuff since they don't. They I don't, didn't know anybody. <laughs> no, it could be. Well, you know, we're we're a bunch of metalheads, so yeah. they they don't they don't they don't throw much respect for heavy metal. They never have. Heck, they they gave uh, what was it? Uh, when Metallica was in there, they gave. Uh, um, no, no, they gave Jethro Tull the Heavy Metal of the Year album oh, of the year oh, award. Oh my God! The like Pied Jethro Pied, Tull, the Pied Piper, the flute, of rock the flute and guy. Yeah, I for like real? Jethro Tull. Oh, you no, know, it's cool. It's oh, yeah, cool, it's but it's not heavy metal. No, it's not. no, it's not heavy metal. There's Dolly Parton, but oh well, Dolly Parton. That's uh, that's, that's a, a national treasure. Oh God, I don't even want to talk about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. That's some crazy shit. Oh yeah, no kidding. Half the music they put in there is not even rock and roll. Oh I know. I've been there. It's nothing special. Eminem is not rock and roll. Neither is LL Cool J. Neither is. But you know, Dolly Parton. She made a rock album just because she's in there now. You know, originally, and I I followed that. Haven't heard it. No, dude, I followed that because when, when they first nominated her to go in, she said no. She declined it. Yeah, she, she said, I am a, I've been country. I don't do rock and all this. Yeah. And somehow they still wanted to put her in. And so she said, well, if I'm going to be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, I better contribute some rock and roll. And so she actually did a kind of a, um, kind of a, a rock, a soft rock kind and, of. Uh, during the abduction, she got on stage with Rob Halford. Yeah, Rob mm-hmm. Halford was a big fan of hers, and he said he felt like a little schoolboy yeah. getting Heck next yeah. to her. Heck yeah, the dude. beast. <laughs> Heck yeah. Dolly Parton's a national treasure. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, I always used to ask my mom. She is, period. I always used to ask my mom what that movie was all about, the best little whorehouse in Texas. So. <laughs> What's a whorehouse, mom? Ah. <laughs> Turn on the red light. Roxanne. Uh. <laughs> don't have to walk the streets for money. Uh. We are a very loose show here. We do what we want. And we're having a good time. So, man, Rick, thank you for reaching out to me and yeah. wanting to bring me these stories. That's pretty cool. I mean, there's still a box full. I mean, yeah. Up stories. I mean, we I know, reach our cool. hand in there and pull one out every time. Well, pull uh, you it know, out. I, I would like to to say one thing is uh, pull it out. two of my good friends that <laughs> in the music. You know, uh, Ramsey Garrow, who we lost at a young yeah. age, was an awesome bass player, and we lost a good friend, uh, uh, Tony Romo. Romo, uh, awesome singer, sounded just to me. He was he sounded just like uh, you know David Lee Roth. Oh wow! We lost him to throat cancer. Oh man! Yeah. 
and I just wanted to put them out there because you know we're still playing the music that they always love to play also, and and we can't let them you know let them die. Yeah. Music will never die. Ramsey yeah. Guerra, I mean, that's where all the music started. We used to all pack his house on, on the weekends. Yeah. And everybody who was everybody that played music would always be there. And we'd all, Already. what's, you know, you know this song, you know that song? Yeah, yeah I know yeah. this song. And, you know, there was th- three, four different singers in there and, and a handful of guitar players and only one bass player, and that was Ramsey. Yeah. Yeah. You know. People that were taken away from us too early. Yeah. That's true. That's true. But dime bag was mine. He took him away. <laughs> they took oh, they shit. took Cliff Burton away too, oh, yeah. too soon. That's for sure. We got you know they still live on in our hearts, you know. Yeah. Memories, good times. So what? what wonder what really did happen. They said you know that that guy that shot Dimebag that he was heckling him on He'd, stage, and then he went out and got his his gun and came in and shot him. Yeah, I heard he blamed Dimebag. Yeah, for the breakup. For the breakup of Pantera. Which is like his all-time favorite band, or something like that. And uh, his name wasn't Kenny, and um, I don't think. I, I thought they broke up because because uh, uh, his voice. He Phil? lost his voice. Phil oh, I'm not sure. Voice. I have no idea. I have no, no idea he what was happened. Playing with Down, I think at the time. Super Joint and Down, and all those bands. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think Super Joint. I came afterwards. I saw them open for somebody. Queens Rock, I think. So, Rick, do you ever come to a point where you're at a show and you're feeling like you're you're having to stress your voice too much to to sing because the maybe their equipment sucks or when you get a bad sound, of course that's gonna you're gonna makes it tough to strain your voice. Yeah, Mm -hmm. monitors. Uh, Yeah, you put you wind up pushing harder than you should. But yeah, there's there's been there's quite a few times, especially as you get older. I mean, it's not it's not easy, you know, all the time, but. Yeah. I think that's why they switched from Paul Diano to Bruce Dickinson because he lost his voice too. Like, oh, you know, the early years of Iron Maiden, he's pretty much screaming. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I, I'm a witness to that. I lost my voice when when I went to Germany with Cyrus. Uh, I was losing my voice. Oh wow! And I lost it for a while. And and I wasn't that the German Metal Fest or what was that? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so I lost my voice for about a year and a half, two years. And wow. I'm still I'm still trying to get back to where I was at. Did you get uh, the COVID? No, I'm, you know to tell you the truth, I, I want to say I did, and then I want to say I, I don't know. But you I, never I, tested I for it. No, I never tested. No. In, in, Do you remember that band? It was a tribute band in San Antonio with a woman singer, Judas Priestex, or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. She got the COVID and lost her voice, and she don't even sing anymore. Does she I not? I know. About. She's still a friend of mine on Facebook, yeah. and um, wow, that's I a did. shame. COVID did a lot of damage. Sad. In a lot of different ways, yeah. And me. Yeah, a lot of it. Yeah. You know, the the one thing I got to say is, you know, you got a talent. Don't waste it. Yeah. You know, give thanks to the good Lord that you that you that He gave you that and and use it. Don't don't abuse it because I abused it when I was when when I was growing up. (laughs) And. Well, we all knew, uh, you know, we had to live the rock star life, and (laughs) we tried to. You know, it's like drinking first i drink and then i smoke you know you know back they, they yep. told us how to that's do that, true you know? that's like, that's a that's that's kind of true well the 80s were the best baby oh yeah yeah well yeah i kind of like blacked out of the 90s you know same here when my kids grew up i'm like came in and kind of made everybody want to commit suicide <laughs> well they did <laughs> but they, yeah, all the all the grunge guys did look look at all the Big idols. It's because they were doing the wrong drugs. Yeah. Ah, who knows, man? <clears throat> they weren't doing the happy stuff. Lithium is yeah. not good drug to be doing. 
You know, yeah. especially in the rock and roll. You're like, ah. <laughs> like you know, you know, all, all of us. You know, we all we all grew up in that era. We all went through the '90s and the 2000s and everything like that. Uh, and, uh, you know, I, I don't want I don't want to leave out our our, our drummer um, uh, Ralph Tello, who's been also on on the local scene in San Antonio and in tons of different bands. He's he's a he's he's yeah he's got some stories too. Yeah, he's got he's got tons of stories and 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 chops for days. You know, he can he can he can really tear it up on the kit and then of course um uh, roy cruz who's our bass player yeah. now he was he was like way back uh, i think the original bifist bass player and he was also in zero the hero for a while yeah. before i was and uh and so uh he's been around in a lot of different bands and uh and you know uh you know all of us at, at the age we're at now we do appreciate what would that be yeah yeah it's up there <laughs> but uh but uh yeah we we really appreciate you know what the what the era 30. was all about is the music music wise you know uh, not just all the crazy things and not so positive things like drugs and drinking and all that kind of stuff yeah that was a lot of fun but a lot of people you didn't do very that yeah i know i didn't but i but i knew a lot of people that did and i saw a lot of people you know you struggle if you did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's <laughs> it uh but yeah so so that's Again, that's why that's why we're doing the Saxon tribute. You know, we were all fans of Saxon. Uh, I, I know I was a big fan of Saxon. I was, that's for sure. And uh, and so that's why we just try and do them justice and and play their hits. You know, Dallas One PM, Wheels of Steel, Princess of the Night, all the ones song. you remember. And you know, the other thing is that we've also tried to acknowledge their continuing through the 90s and even the 2000s to survive. And you like night. you just heard that song. That does not sound like like something off of wheels of steel or denim and leather <laughs> yeah exactly exactly so so they've actually if anything saxon's gotten more metal and and heavy. they and they stayed true to being heavy exactly. and and like that they didn't they didn't go through a, a saint anger phase or a, or a grunge phase or anything like that really don't get me wrong they did have few phases that were kind of variations of of, yeah. of hard rock and metal but but they didn't get uh they didn't they didn't embarrass themselves, let's put it that way. Shout yeah. out to New Zealand, Washington, D.C., San Antonio listeners. Yeah. Yeah. We got New Zealand, the little island. Oh, man, New Zealand. Wow. New Zealand has some hi, of the hi, coolest hi. headbangers out there that, that it's, it's, it's not. Yeah, yeah. There, there's, there, there's, a little, there's a little stronghold out there with a bunch of metalheads. Yeah. Telling you, I think they don't have anything else to do, but you know, play hey, music. you know what? That, that, and that, and you know, that's run around like hobbits in uh, Lord of the Rings, you know, because <laughs> I know my buddy out there, she she loves the American accents. She, she's like, Yeah, I love your accents. You know, what we have an accent, yeah, yeah. well, for, yeah. yeah, to them, yeah. we have an accent, of course, you, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but uh, I think uh, there's a few bands metal bands that through the 90s is what kept metal going I, you know, I hate to say it, Metallica was one of them but Pantera Pantera yeah. Pantera kept the metal going through the 90s it carried them through the 90s and now the metal you know it's still alive it's even yeah. still alive even more now yeah what comes around goes back comes back around yeah. I mean it's just like this music nowadays you see like I said these youngsters are trying to, to, to duplicate what we were doing in the 80s I always ask the young young artists, I said, you know, where did you learn, you know, the guitar? My uncle, my dad, you know, my, my cousin, somebody, you know, from the old days. You yep. Know, mm -hmm. They're listening to it in the garage or something, you know. It's like. Nowadays, YouTube. 
or Spotify. Yeah, or Instagram or something Spotify like that. Spotify's yeah. pretty cool. Anybody can put their music on there, you know? Like yeah. You, you, yeah. It's pretty cool. I like it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't like what they're doing to the artists, but, you know. Yeah, they don't make much money. It's pretty cool how you can research it, you know? Yeah. The yeah. music industry is not the same as it was. No, no I mean, how yep. does a band get There's paid no now, anymore. you know? How do the, no. the record companies can't They pay? tour. They tour. Yeah. They tour. You take a band like uh, Steel Panther, you know, and uh, they put out an album, which you can get all their albums on, you know, on Spotify for pennies on the dollar. So they don't make really any money off that. But they definitely tour on a regular basis. So they're making money that way. Uh, Same thing with Saxon. Uh, You know, a lot of these old school metal bands are doing it. You know, they're still touring because that's where the money's being made. That's why the ticket prices are so damn high. That's going back to uh, all these tribute bands. There's money in it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, there, just there, yeah. There actually is money in, in, in doing it. Yeah, there's a yeah. The, there's so, the man and the money. If you guys got booked at a show, I mean, what would you get paid? Well, we, we, it, we, I don't think it's necessarily appropriate to talk about it, but let's say that uh, versus like an original band, like say my original band Zero the Hero that I'm in, you know, we may we may make uh, a, a few bucks off of that, maybe not even in the hundred or hundred and fifty dollar range for the whole night. Whereas a, a, a tribute can typically make, you know, multiples of that. Oh, yeah. You know? Yep. Yeah. So. I've heard that band Fan Halen makes about a thousand bucks a show. Yeah. I know, I, know a, I know a tribute band that makes a thousand bucks a show. Wow. <laughs> At least, you know. Uh, and, you know, so, I mean, it's, it's not unheard of, in other words. Because the demand's there. Uh, the people pack in to, to hear the hits. Yeah. That's what they really do, you know. As much as much as I would, you know, it's like 1066 that song we heard there, plus Hellfire and Damnation. There's a few other. I mean, like I said, that's a really good album. Definitely check it out. Hellfire and Damnation by Saxon uh, that just came out on the 19th of last month. Yeah, they, they they it's it's good stuff. It's really good stuff actually. But uh, people want to hear Denim and Leather. People yeah. want to hear Dallas 1 p.m. People want to hear Power and the Glory. It was you that set the spirit free. That's right. All those. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that, that's, that's what they grew up listening to. That's what I, I remember getting. Uh, I remember listening to Joe Anthony and, and, and getting laid to Princess of the Night. <laughs> did, you, did you just say that? Yeah, that's what I said. Did you uh, I, I use no foul words. <laughs> just the truth. Hey, getting laid's fine. Hey, the, um, um, these next two bands I'm going to play, uh, David Austin, uh, one of the original members from Nasty Savage, Nasty is doing Savage. some collaboration with uh, Jason McMaster, so we're going we're gonna to do a Nasty Savage and uh, Dangerous Toys, and we'll be back to talk with these gentlemen some more.
like being scared what's oh, going yeah, on yeah. guys just rocking out with you bro rocking and rolling rocking and rolling <laughs> kicking it kick it i met uh i guess he does a radio station in san antonio jake the ripper have you ever heard of him jake the ksw or something like that and uh is that a college uh college radio station in san antonio hmm. you know what in san antonio i don't, college? I don't know. I know i know like Zach. 20-something years ago at Zero the Hero, we did something with a San Antonio College radio station. They actually, we actually went and they uh, they had a place where they where we set up a full, did a full set. What was the name of that, that station in the college? I think it's KSW or KYS or something. KSYM? Yeah. Something like that. There you that. go, KSYM. That's it. KSYM. High Risk did the same thing. They got a member on KISS, the T-Bone Stinka. Tom oh, T-Bone. Tom Tom T Bone. Yeah, he's on that station now. He's still, oh wow, okay, he's cool. Still kicking it. We used to listen to on well, Fridays that's... the Lyle and Han show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, John yeah. Lyle. I love that shit. Yeah, it, it used to be fun. It used to be pretty fun. That's when the station was ninety nine point five. Yep, when it was rock. Well, yeah. actually, um, uh, Joe Anthony got his start actually here in San Marcos. There's Came a little in. hole in the no before that. There's a little hole in the wall station here that's just a repeater station now. That he got his start there, and then he went from there to KMAC. It is AM. AM. Mm-hmm. AM at first, you know. And they combined with KISS. K- yeah. KMAC KISS. KMAC KISS, I remember. Yeah. Well, you know, you're really going back. Way, way, way back. <clears throat> I met this dude. Uh, he's from Hawaii. Uh, that's how I met these guys, Cyclone Prime. His name was Artie, and he, he used to work uh, in the 70s at KISS at China Grove, where the transmitter is. And he worked with uh, Joe Anthony and stuff. And, uh mm. He his uh, trade in in Hawaii. He, he takes people. He takes people diving. Oh wow! That's what he did for many years. And uh, so he actually came all the way down to San Marcos to meet me because he he loved Joe Anthony and he heard my show. One day I was looking at the map and I was like, "Wow, what's this little speck on the ocean?" I'm like zoomed in. I'm like, "Oh, that's Hawaii! Holy shit! Someone's listening to me in Hawaii." And uh, I said on Facebook, hey, who's listening to me? And he's like, oh, it's me. I'm, <coughs> my name is Artie. And he's like, I'm coming to Texas. I would like to come visit you. Where do you live? So he came all the way down. He bring me a joint from Maui and everything. And, uh, wow. Uh, two <laughs> months later, two, he said in his wallet, he carried in his wallet. Two months later, his favorite thing to do was to photograph sharks while he's down there. Oh. Uh, oh wow. Two months later, he, oh. Went, he went down and never came back up. Oh, wow. So oh. he died Diving, something he did, you know, that and rock and roll. He loved both. Then, oh wow, that's yeah. crazy. So he turned me on to these guys in, in Hawaii. That was a pretty cool little album, you know, and a lot of different mus- musicians out there. But uh, back in the day, Joe Anthony, man, he he uh, he was the man. You know, he he would let bands that would never get any airplay yep. and give them a chance, and, yeah. and then they got big for that. You know, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
I got people that say because they've been on my show that they've got followers all over the world and they never had before. Yeah, nice. Like that's that's cool. You know, that's so cool to be able to bring you guys in here and give this platform to you guys and let you be heard. Yeah, we appreciate it. And uh, so we got to get you guys on the metal on the sidewalk. We got to make a date for that. (laughs) I would love to have that, man. I mean, we might have to bring smaller amps or something. I don't know if that's that that can be done. Weirder things have happened. But uh, I had Emilio out here, and his buddy had a full full Marshall stack, you know. Oh, man. Oh, Emilio with... Um, Ledesma Lethal Legends. Yeah, well, that cat, like, shows up to Fitzgerald's with, like, three full Marshall stacks. He's, uh, yeah, he's got he's got a lot of amps. <laughs> he's a good guitar player, too. Yeah, he's cool. He's a cool oh, cat. He's, they're they're all good guys. They're all good guys. Yeah. yeah. We all know each other for yeah. years. We're all homies and buds. Before we all... I mean, we all had black hair. <laughs> it was the water in San Antonio. Johnny, don't drink it. <laughs> the tequila. <laughs> yeah. yeah uh, so man, yeah, we got to get that in the works. You know, we made a promise with you, and uh, I think we need to stick with it. And, you know, well, make we're it waiting for better weather for sure. That's the tricky part. Yeah. <laughs> we don't want it too no. warm. No, you don't want it too no, warm. No, I mean, no, actually, this is a good time of year to do it. Yeah. This is a good time of year. To- <laughs> Excuse me, that's yeah, cold. You, you'd say that. So, man, <laughs> we, we, Dookie. Uh, talking about San Antonio, another favorite out there would be uh, Legs Diamond. Oh, yeah. They just, um, yeah, you know, they, they just recently did a show. Uh, yeah, opposite, uh, same night that we did at Fitzgerald's recently. And I know that because the owner of Fitzgerald's and half the staff went to that Legs Diamond show. <laughs> I was like, Really? Yeah, they had seen us already, but then again, that's Legs Diamond, like kind of a legend, legendary but band. But it's not in San the original lineup. I mean, yeah, I know, but it's still the original. The original singer, I wasn't even saying. Yeah, yeah, but you oh, know. Back in the day, La Semana Alegre. Oh yeah, yeah. Fiesta. Sunken Gardens Theater. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How crazy it would get oh, once they played Woman? Man, yeah. let me that tell was, you, man. That was well, good. we're not gonna play Woman, but we're gonna do Out on Bail. Here we go. Nice.
Come on now, we're loud. Scream it for me, baby. Scream for me, Longbeast. I asked Raul to scream for me one time when Byfist was here, and he said, I have a cold right now. I was like, come on, man. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that, that's our excuse all the time. It's yeah, a, pretty much. It's my, it's, my allergies kick in. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm about, it's, it's bedtime for me. And I'm, I'm supposed to be in bed already, too. <laughs> Rick being pulls old, a muscle carrying his mic. Being old sucks. <laughs> being old sucks, but it's also a privilege to do. Yes. So to I got to ask you, the last time when I saw you guys play, mm-hmm. you told everybody your nickname when you were uh, introducing the band. <laughs> and you said, my name is Rick. I can't say it. I said, well, you can say it. Oh, yeah, it's, it's a name, yeah. My nickname, my mom uh, nicknamed me uh, uh, Dick. <laughs> yeah, you know, she she one time told me she was a little tipsy and she said your name's not Rick it's Dick <laughs> your new name is Dick. <laughs> well, that my dad's name is Richard and in the service they called him. Dick. Yeah, yeah, that's that's Dick. common for Richard and yeah, yeah. yeah, they call him Dick. And now when I, I mentioned that, mom, you remember when you named me Dick? I never named you Nick. She don't remember. She don't remember. Of course not, dude. I know, but when you said that, I'm like, he's not a dick. <laughs> Just I don't see it. Yeah. Oh, that, that was my that was my nickname from mom. Every time she was drunk. Um, Rick. No, but no. But then you know, all my friends used to always call me uh, Hots Hofford. Huh. And that's you know what that means. No, what is I'm that? Pretty sure people out there. It's German. <laughs> it's German. Yeah, we can go and say it's German. <laughs> We're Germanese. You know. <laughs> oh oh oh. <laughs> Yeah, so right, we can't talk we can't, about that anymore. Yeah, we can't say that. Out nope, yeah. nope. So I mean, I've had a lot of nicknames: uh, Rick the Dick, and uh, you know, Hot Hopper, and there's there's plenty. There's plenty. So I, I can't say them all. How many bands are you actually in right now? Right now, uh, just two, and I'm, I got the working on the Rage, uh, getting that back together, but with new members. Uh, with Blue Moon, I mean Blood Moon. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> Blue, Blue moon, moon. <laughs> I saw you standing. I'm sorry, guys. Uh, right now, the blood in we're in the heart. middle. Of, uh, we're writing some new material. Uh, Mike and Nick and, Nick. and the boys. Sean. We're writing some new stuff, so we're getting some new stuff again, so we can Dan, break it out. Everything Nick. that's going good. They're heavy. They're really yeah. heavy. I was gonna have them on Metal the Sidewalk, but I got real sick one time and things didn't happen, so they they never came. Well, maybe we need to get us together here. Yeah, no, definitely. That'd be nice. Definitely, that'd be cool. I'm, to I'm have pretty them. sure the guys would be up to it. Uh, they're like a, I would say in a category of like the newer sound of metal too, in their own little right. Yeah, they're more modern. I would y'all yeah. are more modern sounding. I, I I've believe, never heard them with you yet, though. Yeah, so. I believe what, what's going. We're we're going a different yeah, direction right. because of my my Voice. singing style. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, it's still yeah. going to be heavy. So yeah, that's careful that Mike has a pop. I don't know what to do. That's what we've been working on. Uh, so that that's going good. Uh, I'm I'm looking forward to uh, to breaking that out and have everybody listening to the new stuff that we're gonna have. I was I was like really happy to see. You. I was like, wow, Rick's in that band too. Wow. At one time I was I was in four. Uh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> do you ever forget where, where you're at? Like, oh shit, I'm not singing the right song. <laughs> uh, I forget lyrics. Yeah, that's that is something I do. Do you have a monitor in front of you, like a? Uh, uh, that's all I got is yeah there you go cheat sheet <laughs> but that comes with age you can't remember everything yeah but I'm loving it I'm, I'm loving the fact that I'm, I'm getting back to my stride and, and uh, getting a little stronger every day as we play and uh, you know when 
when Blood Moon asked me to join, uh, we had just finished playing a backyard party. They helped us out, uh, Mike and uh, Nick. That, that we had a Judas Priest tribute. We were just starting it out. And they came and helped us out. And then after that, they hit me up and asked me if I would be interested. And uh, I said, yeah, but it never moved forward uh, with that. And then uh, like a year later, uh, Nick saw us, saw the, the tribute, the Saxon tribute band playing. Mm -hmm. And then he hit me up again. I said, let's do it. And, and we're taking off from there. Cool. Uh, I definitely want to hear some of that when you guys get that going for definitely, sure. Definitely, definitely. And, you know, hopefully we can get the guys in us out here uh, and do some. And we, we do got to make it set a date also with the Wheels of Steel because we did yeah. make a promise for you. We, we you. made a promise with the other band too. Yeah, well, that, that'll happen. That'll, that'll happen. Get that back that. together. Yeah, I will. I'm uh, definitely going to do that. I'm uh, trying to get the, the, range? the yeah. guys from Wicked Angel out here too. I met those guys at San Antonio. There you go, Barbie and Ken are driving by. Yeah. Flashy. Oh, hell yeah. Tired of flashing. It's Christmas time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I am working on uh, a music festival. It's going to be all different genres of music. Uh, I'm going to handle the rock and metal, of course. Sweet. But uh, it's going to be here in San Marcos. We don't know the dates or when, but it's going to be outside near the river. It's going to be like a rock and river kind of thing. Hmm. And uh, I would love to get you guys part of that, you know, when it happens. So I'll give yeah. you guys a holler when that's going on. Cool. And yeah, we so are definitely keep in touch with us on that. To, to get the bands paid this time. It's not going to be a, a benefit on your behalf. It's We're, we're donating the time. Yeah. We, want, we want to get the bands paid. That's what it's all about, you know. That helps. That probably bring in a lot. A lot more different bands out too. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, I mean everybody's interested. In I mean, a lot of people will go so only so far with their charity, you know, and, and if they, you know, you got to drive and you got to call your equipment and you know, yeah, mm -hmm. every you're worth something, you know, when you're performing, you got to get paid. It's work. Yeah, it's, it's definitely not like work. the old days. We used to get paid with beer, beer. weed, weed, sex. Yeah. Okay, I was I was gonna mention that. <laughs> so that's that's always good that, payment. Yeah, I mean nowadays, yeah. it's, you know, it's all about. To me, it's still all about the music, and it's about entertaining and 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 the look in the people's faces when you come out. And what's play. the what's the most crazy <clears throat> sexual thing that has ever happened to you on stage? Like someone ripped off their clothes, jumped up on stage, <laughs> you know. <laughs> oh, I mean, there, that's cool. Definitely get that. Uh, and, I mean, I had I've had a few panties thrown in a, in uh -oh. a bloody one, you know. <laughs> a bloody <laughs> one, yes. That's kind of metal. Funny part about it, it, it smacked me right in the freaking face. Nice, dude. please. That little upchuck started yeah. coming into bell. Nah, just think of it as war paint, bro. You know. That was many moons ago, uh, <laughs> back when we were young, you know, and, and sex was open and free, you know. It's we were, I was in a band called Shades of Grey, and we were playing in Universal City, and like, all of a sudden, like, it, I'm going to be kind of weird, all these hillbillies walked in. Yeah. And they weren't even wearing shoes. The clampets. Right? Whoa. Yeah, no I would kid. say worse than the clampets. Damn it. No teeth, women that look stronger than me. I got off stage and, and they started playing a, a country song, you know, after the band stopped. And this woman grabbed me and she's like, I got me one. And she grabbed me <laughs> by the shoulders and she was like driving me, like dance, making me dance like I was a puppet. And then the smell of her breath smelled like puke and like hardcore liquor. 
And I just kept looking at my friend like, help me. And he's laughing his ass off. Ah, you all right? Keep dancing with her. Finally, she let go of me, and I made a beeline to the door. Excuse me, the door. I'm in trouble now. I made a beeline to the door. I was like, no. Oh, <laughs> It was crazy, man. Oh, was that were... the Live Oak Civic Center? No, it was. No. <laughs> was it in Austin? No, it was right on Pat Booker Road and some, I can't remember what the club was called. There's a little club, little bar a little out there. Bar, yes. yeah, but yeah, all of a sudden, that midnight, all these hillbillies just poured in there. Like, <laughs> that's funny. What the heck, man? Bloodshed eyes. I got me one. <laughs> she wouldn't let go of me, man. I was like, oh my god. Yeah, no, I can't. I can't think of anything too crazy that has happened uh, for oh. the stuff we've done, other than um, I don't. Other, other than I remember in the Rat Tribute Band, the other guitar player who. This guy named Stan Martinez. He's he's in he's in like a couple of tributes, the ACDC tribute and a Def Leppard tribute. And was it the Rat tribute where the the guy that passed away from the heart attack? Yeah, yeah, that was the band we I was in with with, with Stan. Yeah, yeah. And who was the the bass player? Stony? Uh, no, uh, the bass player was uh, was um, uh, Perry. Perry, the one that's yeah, with Perry Arn. Trejo now. Yeah, he's with Trejo yeah. now. Yeah, Perry, Perry's a good that friend. That guy's been around a long yeah, time. Yeah, Perry's a good friend. He's a good guy. He's good people. He's good and, on the uh, bass too. Really yeah, he's good. good. Yeah, he's good. And uh, and um, and the the only thing I remember was was Stan was just you know he started he started partying while we were playing and and he and, and he'd go, he'd go stomping around jumping in and out of the crowd and running you know he's in this wireless so he's going all over the place and he comes over to jam next to me and all this and he boom kicks over my 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 pedal board. And everything's like gets disconnected, so it's like all of a sudden my solo was like I was like it's like do it again one more time. If only you could see what's going on behind the scenes. That's right, that's right. No, and I was just like really, really, bro. But no, real good sexual encounter. No, no, yeah, no, no. six stream love. No, never touch my stuff with your naked hands. No, other than that, there was there was when we went with Zero the Hero when we went to we played Deep Ellum, and I think it was like '01, I think, and I remember when we were coming back and we were all we piled all the equipment into my wife's van she had a chevy astro van and we managed to get all the equipment in there oh, that's a tight fit yeah a little bit you know well actually i just yeah. a little bit well i just remember i just remember this we we as we were leaving and 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 manny who's our guitar other guitar player and singer at the time he was he we were we were leaving and we were right next to a school bus full of kids or a church bus or something like that were they singing? Hallelujah. Well, no, no, he had a he, he had a dirty mag, uh, you know, <laughs> <laughs> and, he, and he held it up to the window. Oh, <laughs> the little kids, Lord. and they were all like, "Oh, the boys were all like, oh, look, look." <laughs> that was that was fun, but uh, so that's where babies come from. That's exactly right, man. Let me tell you, Deep Elm is a place to play, man. If you get the right oh, place yeah. out there, they love there. some good metal out there, man. And and I remember we that festival we did. There was people from other parts of the world that came. Yeah, and uh, I have a friend. I, we have a friend. Zero the Hero still has a friend from, from uh, what was it? Body Count. That's the name of his band. But um, but yeah, no. Um, but yeah, we we there was there was people from different parts of the country, even bands from different, uh, I mean different countries that were there that played that that festival we did in Deep Ellum that one time, and uh, we still have some people from uh, Eastern Europe that are. 
Was it outdoors? Zero the Hero. No, it was a little club inside, man. Man, they were rowdy, headbanging. It was like 1984, man, over mm-hmm. there, man. 84. Seriously. I forgot, I forgot where you guys came up with the Zero the Hero. It's not from the um, Black Sabbath, was it? No, no. They just this took, they just kind of, the, the guys that originated the band kind of just stole that name because they wanted to be different than your typical Black Dragon, Demon Hunter, you know, you know, Slayer, you know, you know, uh, you know, Warriors Bane or whatever, you know, you know. So, so it was like Zero the Hero, you know, and uh, just something different, uh, but but it's still classic. It's still classic slash power metal kind of thing that we do. Were you were you all a big uh, um, Sabotage fan? With the Oliva Brothers? You know what? Actually, yeah. There's a lot of that influence, a lot of the King Diamond influence, you know, from the, you know, when, you know, uh, uh, f- from that, that and Merciful Fate kind of kind of groove. And <laughs> with, with a little bit of other, like, um, you know, classic metal hey, influence. Lucy. <laughs> Lucy, I'm home. <laughs> oh, Ricky. Oh, Ricky. Why do we still sleep in separate beds? <laughs> But uh, but no that that that's where that's where Zero the Hero got its start and uh, as far as the, that 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 band name but uh, but we've actually been on hiatus for a couple of years mainly because of COVID yeah and so uh, and so we're looking to this year start getting back to uh, playing locally and you know one of the things you know talking about local bands and original bands and tribute bands and things like that one thing that I don't see that I would like to see more of to be honest as somebody that in years past I've put together and put on a lot of shows. And put together shows for different, um, uh, different, yeah, original acts. But a lot, most of, you know, pretty much all of them. Yeah, exactly. Is that I, I think I think I would like to actually do like two tributes and an original, sandwiched in there. But a but but a good quality original, not not an up and comer or anything like that that doesn't so, have so any. What, what are you saying? Mixing originals and tribute. Yeah, a little bit. Like if if there's gonna be a Metallica tribute, then having like XIL there doing the things they do would would be a really good fit. Have you, know. you seen the one that uh, Gyro's in, the Kill 'Em All? The yeah, that's a, that's kind of like a g- general thrash tribute. They're good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Gyro's a really killer player, you know. So, um, you know, and uh, <laughs> well, he is, dude. Come on now. Well, okay. I was supposed to get on stage that day in San Antonio at the trip at the benefit for me, mm-hmm. and uh, he said no. Yeah, well, I was going to get on stage and play Sweet Leaf, but uh, he's like, we're unrehearsed. I'm like. Shit. You were unrehearsed for sure, because you guys sounded like shit. Oh, dang. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I felt uh, bad for James Rivera. He's just up there like, ah, ah, ah. Like, yeah. Yeah. You lo- sound like James Rivera to me. He's you know that. Drunk. You know, I tell you, I tell you what, man. It's when, all about the sound. You've done. Don't you ever touch me? You, you like it? Well, what but, uh, like, <laughs> the sound, the sound guy I'm wasn't that good that day. Yeah. Well, and that, that's one of the things yeah, that a lot of people. Did it? It's it's one thing if you're a blues or like classic rock kind of guy, one four five blues, you know, kind of, you know, some of these traditional kind of uh, whether Tejano country rock blues whatever, you can kind of get up on stage and kind of jam, you know what I mean? Yeah. With metal, it's just not some. I mean, because there's no set formula. I mean, typically it's you know verse chorus verse chorus solo, yeah. you know verse chorus and you know maybe fancy intros and breaks here or there occasionally but can't just get up and just jam metal like i i kind of understand that point of view on 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 some of that because i typically don't do jam sessions unless i actually plan it out ahead of time that hey we'll go it depends on the song yeah exactly exactly the songs you know because it's like i'm i'm I'm, you know i'm doing this i've I've done like i said 
three tributes, King Diamond, Merciful Fate tribute, a Rat tribute, and now a Saxon tribute. And I have, and, and we were trying to do a Scorpions tribute at one time, but that didn't work out. But yeah, but um, but uh, yeah, when when it when it comes to to learning the songs, I, I mean, I've I've spent most of my years, you know, doing original music. So I only pick and choose things that I want to learn, you know. Well, that's what everybody does too, you know. Yeah. Like, I would get a mental block trying to play other people's songs. I'm like all the time. It's hard. It's hard. I mean, let me tell you, man. Let me tell you what's hard. With an original, you can never go wrong. That's right, because yeah. it's you write the rules. They don't know if you messed up. Yeah, because yeah, you're yeah, you're you're writing the rules yeah, to so what you're going to play, that. and you play the stuff that you're you're good at. That that's your thing, and you you maybe spent years putting that what that first album together or whatever. You know what I mean? That batch of material, but. But yeah, but learning a tribute, uh, learn, learning other people's music is is definitely harder, especially if you ask me with guitar players, because yeah, there's so much to kind of kind of learn from different guitar players since metal is so guitar centric as far as the instruments go. That and drums. The hardest song to do is you. That's it. It's what? The hardest song to do is you. So we're gonna go oh. way back here. We got a few minutes left. Sweet. Whoop, 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 whoop. And uh, we're gonna we're, we're talking a lot about King Diamond. Let's do one of his <gasps> most famous songs. Oh. Abigail. Abigail. I tell you what, man. You did this. You are my love.
Wait. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we don't care who you are. We just love your music. <laughs> so, man, thank you guys for coming hey. all the way to San Marcos. Thanks for having us. Five minutes left here. I don't know what to play. I don't know what to do. But uh, we can. Rick, thank you. Uh, Mark, thank you. You guys, thank you for coming. Mm-hmm. Appreciate you guys. Yeah. Thanks for Thanks. having us. And uh, keeping it, keeping ear out for Wheels of Steel. Uh, yeah. We're playing all over San Antonio. Hopefully, be playing some. Places outside of San Antonio yeah, Seguin, soon maybe, too. Right? Oh yeah, Seguin's like a suburb of San Antonio, bro. You should, try, <laughs> uh, you should uh, put together show. a show. That's right. <laughs> you guys should put together a show at Ragnar's. You know, like maybe you, like you said. Oh, the, that's a good idea. Two tribute in the one original. That's band. true. We need to talk get to get a, a number of, of a connection. You Actually, hit, I, hit I think I on Facebook. Yeah, 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 yeah. We can do that. His we name can is do that. Stat. And I know the Bifus uh, Bros actually rehearse out there. Yeah. They so, there. Yeah, they rehearsed nice. there, so uh, and, they have some uh, rehearsal and, rooms out um, there. Uh, Raul or went to school together or something. Yeah, they're tight. That's yeah. tight. That's tight. That's tight. All right, so I got one more song here tonight. And uh, speaking of a three-piece band, we're going to go with this old school. That's easy to I was going to say Gigi Alma. I really wish that somehow they would, I know a lot of people say, it's never be the same without, you know, Neil Peart. But I, yeah. I think Rush should try to get back on the road yeah. and find a drummer that's, that's you know. They can do it. There's somebody out there. Because before Neil Peart came around, they had a different drummer, you know, the first album. True, true. So let's do this. This is Rush and the Trees. San Marcus, thank you for having us. Thank you guys for coming. Stay metal. Wow. And, uh, look for these guys on Metal the Sidewalk soon. Keep in metal, San Antonio, San Marcus, Texas. Once again, this is KZSM.org, San Marcus True Committee Radio, Metal Mark Live, signing off till next week. Thank you guys. Bye bye. Good night. Nice. Unrest in the forest. There is trouble with the trees. For the maples want more sunlight.